This is the Chamber Chat Podcast, the show dedicated to chamber professionals to spark ideas and to get actionable tips and strategies to better serve your members and community. And now your host, he wants to support your health by encouraging you to go for a 30-minute walk outdoors. He's my dad, Brandon Burton. Hello, Chamber Champions. Welcome to the Chamber Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Burton, and it is my goal to introduce you to people and ideas to better help you serve your chamber members and your community. Our title sponsor for this episode is Holman Brothers Membership Sales Solutions. Is your chamber struggling to drive the revenue it needs to support your initiatives? It's a common problem, and one that our new title sponsor, Holman Brothers Membership Sales Solutions, knows a lot about. Doug and Bill Holman aren't just sales consultants, they're real-life chamber guys with 20-plus years of chamber leadership experience. They know how to diagnose and solve member recruiting issues faster and better than anyone else, and they're ready to put that knowledge to work for you and your chamber. Call the Holman Brothers today at 619-852-1391 or check them out at holmanbros.com. That's H-O-L-M-A-N-B-R-O-S dot com. Our guest for this episode is Pat Patrick. Pat worked in executive marketing roles and advertising capacities for Safeway Stores, Tyson Foods, and Foster Farms Poultry Company and IAC Marketing Systems, overseeing multi-million dollar budgets and multiple advertising agencies over his career. Pat came to the Lodi Chamber in California in 2001, where he was appointed the Chamber's President and CEO. Pat has been part of the success of Lodi Wine Country through establishing international access to Central America and China for Lodi wine exports. A major strategy was leading leading and sponsoring trips abroad for Lodi ventures and for foreign buyers to visit Lodi. He was also the author and developer of Vision 2020, a catalytic economic look forward the Lodi community, which has positioned Lodi for early success in the new decade. Pat has and is today active in volunteer roles, such as several local not-for-profit boards, including the Adventist Health Lodi Memorial Hospital, reaching outside of both Lodi, both regionally and nationally in the chamber industry. Pat has served as past president of the Northern California Chamber Association, was asked to join two national fellowships, one developing healthy communities and the other focusing on workforce development. In 2017, he was elected by his peers to be the board chair of WACE. In 2020, he was selected to receive the Excellence in Leadership Award, the organization's highest honor. Pat is a graduate from the University of Texas and the Institute of Organizational Management. Pat, I am happy to have you with me today here on Chamber Chat Podcast, and I'd love for you to take a moment to say hello to all the Chamber champions who are out there listening and share something interesting about yourself so we can get to know you a little bit better. Well, thank you, Brandon. Uh, it is uh, it's my honor to be on here. I think you've done a, a couple of hundred of these, and so um, I'm, I'm just honored to be included. I'm excited to uh, share with my fellow chamber professionals some of the success that has come to the Lodi Chamber of Commerce with a great program. And something interesting about me. 
Well, my best friend's a dog. His name's Tucker. I don't know. <laughs> I think I sent you a picture of Tucker. Yeah. You about that. So if the people uh, can see Tucker, then they'll know, hey, I'm an okay guy because that dog is a great looking dog and he's my best friend. In fact, he's here. He comes to the office. He's, uh, he's our greeter. The chamber mascot there, huh? Chamber mascot. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I'll, yeah, I'll have to put a picture of Tucker in our show notes so people can log on and see that. And we're getting close to a couple hundred episodes. This is actually 158, but we're, we're getting up there. We're, we're, we're racking them up. So met with a lot of great chamber people. So it, it's glad sure. to add you to the mix. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. So... Before we get into our, our discussion today, I'd love for you to take a moment to tell us a little bit more about the Lodi Chamber, kind of the you know, the size, the scope of your chamber, staff, budget, that sort of thing to kind of set the table for our discussion. Sure. Uh, we uh, In 2022, next year, we will be 99 years old, hmm. um, formed in 1923, and... Um, at that time, probably our membership was made up of uh, uh, a lot of farmers because we are surrounded uh, by something called the Hanford Sandy Loam. That's not my uh, description, but that's the name of the dirt around us, which is very, very rich and has a long uh, history of growing great things. Today, there's 100,000 acres of wine grapes that surround Lodi. Lodi is a wine region and uh, the home of Robert Mondavi, right? He was, uh, he grew up here. He was quarterback on the high school football team <laughs> and he worked in his family's vineyards. And he, um, when he's, he, he went to France to, you know, learn his winemaking craft and then came back and uh put in a very large production facility in Woodbridge, which is a suburb of Lodi. Lodi is a town of 68,000 people. Right? Okay. So we're not, we're not big at all. The chamber has uh, 700 members and uh, we had a staff of seven prior to uh, the pandemic. And since then we've been operating on three and a half uh, staff and um, we're busy people. And so we have, um, we are coming back. We've got the, you know pretty good bank balance in the bank right now because uh, we cut a lot. And so our membership stayed with us. We couldn't do any of our events. We have a couple of large uh, revenue producing events. Of course, those were gone, but we are coming back strong. That and, is good uh, to hear. Yeah, we've got a good uh, ambitious um 2022 plan. Good deal. So, and I know we'll, we'll get into that with our topic for that we've settled on for this episode is, which is creating a vision. And specifically you guys have what's called vision 2020. And um, we'll have you share some of the details of that. As soon as we get back from this quick break. Are you looking for a year round affordable and timely shop local campaign for your chamber or CVB? Look no further. Build a custom Eat Shop Play mobile app with App My Community by visiting appmycommunity.com slash chamberchat. 
App My Community mobile apps are not just simple membership directory listings. They provide many more capabilities to engage with your community. Provide your residents with a robust events calendar. Partner with a local fair, festival, or farmer's market to provide a schedule, map, and other resources to promote the event. Run a small business Saturday campaign any time of the year using built-in scavenger hunts. Allow your membership to communicate directly to their customers via push notifications. Your App My Community mobile app will be a unique member benefit, allow you to generate non-dues revenue with sponsorship opportunities, and best of all, provide a valuable resource to your community. Please visit appmycommunity.com slash chamberchat now to receive 10% off your first year of an App My Community mobile app. Oftentimes, Chamber Nation's customers agree that since Amazon is all centralized, then why not their own community, including their professional service providers? Since Chamber Nation includes a full-service membership services department to handle all of your new member onboarding and ongoing support at no extra cost to the members, this is now possible. Once the program is all set up, each member going forward will receive monthly membership ROI reports. The entire community will also have access to community-wide economic development reports that are terrific for supporting grant opportunities, too. With Chamber Nation, not only will you have a membership management system, but also a membership development system all in one terrific package. So, save money and be impressed by visiting richardscalendar.com to set up a demo with their CEO, or learn more at chambernation.com. All right, Pat, we are back. Um, as I mentioned before the break, we'll, we're talking about creating vision and specifically around your the Vision 2020 that you helped to author for the Lodi Chamber there. Um, in a nutshell, what is Vision 2020? In a nutshell, Vision 2020 is uh, an ec- was an economic look forward. It uh, started in 2014, an economic look forward for our community. We identified five uh, major areas of great challenge for Lodi, but they also offered great promise for Lodi. And so, as I told people, we get to decide which one that's going to be for Lodi. And those were uh, workforce development, how to get the uh, young people of today ready for the jobs that they'll need tomorrow. And then our own community's economic competitiveness. Lodi was never, has never been marketed as a place to come and do business. And we are 90 miles east of Silicon Valley, which was probably in those, at that time, the number one place for job creation in the United States, right? Uh, And then we had uh, business and community health. We wanted to make sure business was healthy and their number one asset is their people. And so we joined arms with the hospital and and some other healthcare professionals to create a whole plan to get Lodi healthier. And um, then we looked at the livability of Lodi. Uh, because today we have 90 wineries and um, this close to some major population centers, we've developed the tourism industry. But uh, tourism was the other 
was the last uh, area that we looked at. And um, we just need to bring more people to Lodi. And the livability aspect, which I skipped over, was um, what are those people that we need in our community to grow our community? What do they think the livability is like in Lodi? And so we're concerned at that from a tourist standpoint, from a job creator standpoint, and then for young families to work in those new jobs. So I think those five points, the, the workforce development, economic competitiveness, the business and community health, livability, and tourism are things that probably most chamber champions listening can kind of look internally at their organization and say, how do we measure up in these different categories? Where do we need to bulk up? Where do we need to you know, shift some, some focus to make their communities stronger in these different areas? So um, I know as we talk, I'm sure you'll highlight some of the things like you have with the, the wineries and stuff that are very specific to Lodi. But um, for those listening, you all have you know specific things for your communities as well that make you attractive and, and make people or that can make people want to live and work and, and visit and do all sorts of things in your community. So uh, I'd encourage everyone to pay attention to those things in your own community as we go about our discussion today. Um, but how how is the uh, the vision created? Uh, kind of how you know who who was involved with the uh, with the creation of it? Um, well, you know, big fires often start from little sparks, right? Yeah. And so um, I am a member of uh, WACE, which was outlined in in the introduction, and. Uh, the president of that organization is a fellow by the name of Dave Kilby. And so Dave does a good job in helping uh, executives grow, chamber executives grow. He's a reader, I'm a reader. He has suggested some really great books to me over the years, right? And uh, a couple of those really changed my life in terms of how I viewed my job uh, here at the chamber and uh, what I'm really responsible for in this seat as president and CEO of the Community Chamber of Commerce. And so it got to be when I looked in the mirror in the morning, you know, it was a, it, it was a challenge. It, it, I started the challenge. And so the book that really got me was uh, a book called um, The Coming Jobs War. And again, it was written in like 2012, but I think it's very, still very good and applicable for today. Uh, but it changed my life. It's written by Jim Clifton. Jim Clifton is the CEO of the, um, he's the CEO of the Gallup Corporation. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, who, who does a lot of uh, polling, obviously, not just political polling, but he polls on everything in the human uh endeavor that we go through uh, and he does so in about 150 different countries they have offices in 75 around the world so he knows what's on top of mind on people's uh, heads and it's just, and the number one thing was jobs what happens if I lose my job in this world right now what happens uh, if I can't get a job that I want or you know 25 percent of the world's population is uh, without a job and that's still true today. So it's, uh, it's problematic. 
so. Uh, and he talked a lot about the influences on a community. And it just changed me. I, I saw some challenges that we had in Lodi and no one really addressing them. The community, you know, your city does a general plan which identifies where to put the housing, where to put the industry, where to put the commercial, but they don't really plan that much on the economic growth, the security of that, because without that, you don't have a good community at all. And so we, we you know, I took that on because we had health challenges too. In the county where we live in California, uh, one out of every two people uh, are either pre-diabetic or diabetic. Hmm. That's a lot of money that it, you know, that the workforce has to put in to, uh, you know, towards that element alone. So we got a good response from our larger employers when we came out with programs to help their people get healthier. And that's what one of those five areas was about. And the workforce development, the retiring baby boomers, the Younger people coming in, uh, are they prepared to work with the millennial generation? There are some challenges. Um, and so we see that and we wanted to have some frank conversations with our school district to make sure that we were preparing kids for the workplace, not only on hard knowledge skills, but uh, soft skills as well. And so uh, I just sort of lit myself on fire. <laughs> and uh, started talking to, I went around with groups and pushing this concept in 2020. I had a population pyramid, which is one tool that I would recommend to any chamber of commerce professional. It's a bar graph that shows the population and how it is uh, arrayed in your community. Population pyramid. And Ours would tell, I mean, there's a thousand things that that one graph can tell you, and it makes you uh, aware of the changes that are coming over the next 10 years in your community population-wise. And right now we see a lot of shifts coming in. Yeah. So how does that impact your community? How do you change your community to, or prepare your community rather, you know, for what's coming? And so we, uh, uh, I would go out and talk to service clubs. I got on the stage at the community theater with uh, about 900 people. And I just wanted people to get close to me so that what was burning inside me would catch them on fire too. Because what Vision 2020 needed was about 70 volunteers, leaders and influencers to pick up this mantle and start charging. And that's what we did. We put about 15 people in each one of those five areas. We called them VATS, Vision Action Team. Okay. Also kind of goes with Lodi, right? Wine. So <laughs> it wasn't the chamber. I always envisioned the chamber being on top of a, a mountain, kind of kicking over some big rocks and hoping that a landslide would start when, when the chamber rocks would hit the healthcare rock and the, and, the, and the education rock and it would start to roll down. And so it, 
it quickly became bigger than the chamber, but the chamber had the responsibility to drive it. And that meant the board, right? I try to put as many leaders and influencers on my board as possible. We only had a board of 12. Today we have a board of 15, but in those days we had a board of 12. And the best business people in Lodi is what the goal is. I could talk about how we do that at a nominating committee, uh, which is valuable for chamber execs. Uh, but what we did was we, we built, uh, the board drove it, we had five areas. So we put two board members on each one. And so they were in charge of running their VAT, their vision action team. And if it was tourism, we had the leaders in tourism in our community on that committee. If it was workforce development, we had the career tech people from the high school, we had the community college, we had uh, employers from industry and from business, all kinds of business sectors. And health, we had a bunch of health professionals there trying to work on this big problem about the diabetes and, and the health of our community, the health of our business community. Very important. So you kind of get the idea. We had 70 people from the community, top people, the superintendent of schools, the CEO of the hospital, and they brought some of their folks. We had this, we had city government there, city council people, even had county supervisors want to sit in because they heard about this. And I had one county supervisor say, well, can, can you come do this for the county? <laughs> <laughs> No, I can't because there's only one of me. But uh, we wrote a 43-page uh, booklet with color photographs and graphs and things to back up everything that we were trying to, the condition that our community was in and where we wanted to go and how we thought we were going to get there. So each of these five VATs, the people, they started with a vision statement. They created a vision statement for tourism, created a vision statement for workforce development and so on. What will this look like? What will tourism look like in Lodi in 2020? That was the question. What will it look like, right? And so they wrote a vision statement of what that would be. And then the next thing they had to come up with once they had the vision statement was what are the strategies that we have to employ to make that vision come to pass. Mm -hmm. And then once you get the strategies, strategy number one, number two, number three, what are the action steps over the next five years, because this was 2014, yeah. to get yeah. us to 2020 to achieve our vision. So a vision flowed into the strategies, and the strategies were made up of action steps that were on a timetable, uh, lead organizations, lead people were identified to make sure that that thing kept moving forward, that action step. I love that. that I, love, I love the idea of these bats to be able to have these or these uh, committees to over these specific you know, segments of the vision to, to right. create that vision, the strategies, the action plan and see these things through to, you know, like you said, over a five-year thing. So I, I assume 
the people that are involved with these VATs, it was a, was it a five year commitment to be on one of these committees? Is that how yes. it was approached? Okay. Yes. Very good. And some people, you know, drop out. Some new ones come on. So. Yeah. So a lot of great things happen. Uh, we have a, a huge. Uh, today we have a huge biking community, bicycling. It was uh, in the we want to have one uh, stage, I guess you could say. We had two people in our uh, livability back, and uh, they formed Bike Lodi. And now Bike Lodi has done fantastic things. I mean, we have bike trails that go from downtown now all the way out in all directions. We didn't have that before. Uh, we didn't have tourism uh, wayfinding signs before. We got those put up. These are examples of, a, of the action steps to get things done, right? And so great things just sort of organically came out. And uh, it worked. It worked. So now here we are, uh, as we record this, we're at the end of 2021. Uh, this will be releasing beginning of 2022. But um you guys have been able to see this vision unfold. How do you vision out, you know, the next five years, let's say, um, how is that looking for Lodi? And it, are you continuing the same type of structure, same type of model? Or what? what's your thoughts and plans going forward? Okay, good question. Um, we There were a total of 55 action steps that were created for those five VATs, right? And um, we achieved 38 of them, which is quite a few. And some of the ideas were just a bridge too far, and some of them uh, weren't, didn't turn out to be a good idea at all. And so what we did was we wanted to keep an effort going, but the main effort, what changed in our world, was businesses started coming over the hill. There's been an exodus from the Bay Area. Sacramento's really prospered from that. And again, Lodi really hadn't been uh, marketed. And so we, we created a completely new website, not a chamber website, but a, what I call an attraction website. Yeah. And it's called Grow in Lodi. Very simple. You can go to it, growinlodi.com, and you'll see a lot of information about Lodi from uh, what it what the living is about here, what the climate is about, what, uh, what's to do here, uh, testimonies from business owners who were doing business in the San Francisco Bay Area, and they came over to Lodi and started or renewed their business, and what has been their experience. And so it's, it's been catching on slowly, but good. Uh, we have one of the fastest growing businesses, the fastest, certainly the fastest growing business in Lodi, and one from uh, Sunnyvale is a business called Cepheid. They're a molecular diagnostic company that bought out a supplier here that supplied them with a key product. And um, long story short, they bought that company. 38 employees. Today, they're at 750. Wow. Next year, they'll be at 2,500. 
Wow. <laughs> because molecular diagnostic in healthcare right now is at a premium. They went from one small building to now four very large buildings and made the uh, made the uh, step to bring their research and development over here. So that's huge for a small town. And so they're growing in Lodi and we're using them as sort of a bell cow to bring other people over because they've had some great success here and they're big proponents, they love it here. And so there's room for more. And so that grow in Lodi. Today's board is saying, okay, what's next? We really liked what Vision 2020 did. How about a Vision 2030? And uh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't agree more. And so we're, uh, we're in the very early planning stages of that. Um, I've got an excited board. And that is so key to any success uh, that a chamber executive and a chamber can have is to get the right people on the bus yep. and sitting in the right seat. That's right. Yeah. And I think a, a big part of that is these vats that you talked about. That's putting the right people in the right seats that are excited and know about what the opportunities are in these different segments that are specific and, and relevant to Lodi, um, you know, in our conversation. But you get, get those people in the right seats. They are able to create that vision, bring it back together, create the synergy. Um, it's just, it, it's a great model that you guys have, have gone through and, and you've done well explaining it too, because I, <laughs> I can well, see all you. the different intricacies, you know, that have gone into this. Right. Yeah. And, and, and some of the serendipities are the, re the relationships that form, you know, because here's the school district in their silo, so to speak, you know, fighting the battles that they fight and working every day hard. Everybody's busy. And then here's city government over here and they're doing their thing. And then here's, you know, healthcare over here doing their thing. And here's the chamber of commerce trying to help everybody out in all directions, yeah, you yeah. know? And so, Hey, what if we all got into the same silo, right? Instead of all working. So, you know, making time to align ourselves with each other over the big community, the things that are really driving community and and their little role in it or their big role in it and working together and that is that has been great and i think that's really one of the things that is uh into my current board about wanting to hey let's do that vision 2030 that's right <laughs> because we know we're not where we want to be yet yeah so as we start Wrapping things up here, I wanted to ask you for the listeners, um, what would be maybe a tip or an action item that you would encourage them to do to help, you know, elevate their chamber up to the next level? Yeah. Well, I mentioned reading. Uh, it's, it's a funny thing. You know, you can watch a video or you can, uh, you know, listen to, you know, something, a book on tape or something. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Podcast. <laughs> and they're great. but. You know, set a goal. If you're a leader, set a goal to read a book a month. And usually books are around 200 pages long. And so that's like 10 pages a night. Put it on the nightstand and then go to sleep. 10 pages. And, you know, but pick the book and you know, ask some of the 
ask some of the CEOs that you look up to for some book titles that can help that can help a person out in their leadership role, uh, their community role, their you know the in the chamber of commerce. Uh, there's some great ones out there. Um, one of them is called Make It Happen. That was one of the first ones that I got. And um, what happens when the boomers bail was very uh, intellectually about the changing in, in the demographics as the seniors, uh, the baby boomers move out of the workforce and uh, the millennials coming in, the changes, you know, dramatic. So it changes you, it makes you smarter, and it also touches something inside you. Chamber executives have, I think, the best job in the community. They really do. Um, yeah, because you, you're working for some great people, working for all the different businesses in your community that create the jobs, and those employees buy homes, make loans through the bank, uh, create property tax, create sales tax, and it makes the community go around. I really believe, really truly and believe that uh, you don't see a good community without a very robust, active business community. Yeah. Let's face it, we make, the, we make the community work. And if you can get it better for business, you'll get it better for the community. Very so. true. And I appreciate you sharing those, uh, those book references too. So we'll have those in the show notes that people can look up. And if they wanted to, to right. check out one of those books, make it happen or what happens in the boomers bail. And you mentioned earlier, the coming jobs war as well. So all, all good yeah. options. Those are just three. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. If anybody wants to get in contact with me or you can go to the, to the chamber website, lodichamber.com click on grow and Lodi and you'll see just a little introduction to vision 2020, not the whole thing, but I could supply them with uh, other information. If somebody wants to go further, I knew, I know chambers do a lot of um, community type plans, but I never came across one that was an economic look forward because that really gets to the heart of so many issues. It does. But, and speaking of, of looking forward, as we look forward to the future of Chambers of Commerce in general, um, how do you see the future of Chambers and their purpose going forward? We only become more and more important in uh, the information age, if we still refer to ourselves as being in the information age. There's so much out there. And we know that a lot of it can't be trusted or it's always going to have a leftward spin or a rightward spin. Where is, where's truth? Where's truth? A chamber is not um, Republican. It's not Democrat. It's not red. It's not blue. It's, it's, it's the community. Mm -hmm. It's about the future. That's where, that's where a chamber's role is. And um, it, it, it creates opportunity then. I think a podcast from Chambers, I'm, I'm, we, we started down that path, but then the board sort of took us in a new way. And so it's, I've got all the equipment that I'm looking at <laughs> because I think uh, to be the same middle 
right? The same middle uh, on on community issues. I, you know, you're not going to tackle probably anything that's happening in Washington D.C. or, in my case, even Sacramento, because Lota is a small community. But in that community, you know, if your newspapers are going out or they're getting thinner, uh, now's a good time to start. I think bringing two people together, like point counterpoint, yeah, and and do it very respectful of each other, and do it with information, not necessarily what your opinion is, but what you know to be the facts on this issue, and the other person who may be and, and have an intellectual conversation, and I think that can be very very valuable, and it may. I don't know where it would go, but I think it would go in ways, start on the business platform approach, but I think it could go very deeper into things like homelessness in the community. Yeah, Every community's got that challenge. And uh, hey, there's the smartest people I know are business owners, right? Very successful business owners. What do they think? How can they think out of the box and help the community get... um, a program, you know, to help yourself. I love that. If if the purpose of a chamber is to help build stronger communities, you need to be that go-to resource of trusted information that's that sane center to be able to bring both sides together and really get behind issues to, to drive progress forward. So I think you hit the nail on the head. Exactly. Um, we call ourselves a 3C chamber. I don't know if you've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. A catalyst for business growth a convener of leaders and influencers for positive change and always to be seen as a champion for the community. Three C's, catalyst, convener, and champion. That's, that's why I call my audience chamber champions. You know, they, that's one of those C's to to bring them in. (laughs) And And that's what they need to try to ascribe themselves to become. Yes. Well, Pat, um, before we go, I wanted to give you an opportunity to, to put any contact information out there for listeners who may want to connect with you and learn more about your Vision 2020 and, and going about creating a vision of their own at their chamber. What would be the best way to, to reach out and connect with you? Well, I can be reached at Patrick at LodiChamber.com. And... Uh, the old-fashioned way on a telephone for my direct line is uh, 209-365-4604. That is perfect. And I will get that in our show notes for this episode as well. So we've got a lot of good stuff in there. We've got some book recommendations. We've got Pat's contact info, a picture of Tucker, hopefully we'll get in there as well. So go to, to chamberchatpodcast.com slash episode 158. And uh, Pat, it's been a pleasure having you on here. I really appreciate you carving out some time to, to visit with me and to Talk about this important work that chambers across our country are doing, and and uh, you guys are doing a great job there on Lodice. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Enjoy it. If you are a chamber professional, please subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. When you subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast, new episodes will show up in your podcast app each week as they are released. 
If you're finding value in this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. But most importantly, please share Chamber Chat Podcast with your colleagues that are in the industry. Would you be interested in creating even more value from the processes that you're already doing on a daily basis? Swipe It has been one of my sponsors for Chamber Chat from the beginning. Swipe It provides credit card payment solutions that will save your chamber up to 40% on your processing fees. And Swipe It can integrate your credit card processing seamlessly into your existing membership software. Swipe It does not charge chambers to switch, and they will make switching simple. In addition to these savings, Swipe It has an affinity program for Chambers of Commerce, so you can earn more non-dues revenue to support your budget. Learn more about Swipe It by requesting your free cost savings analysis and become more profitable today by visiting chamberchatpodcast.com slash cc, as in credit card. Again, that's chamberchatpodcast.com slash cc, and you can join many other chambers as you begin swiping with Swipe It.